Hey there, welcome back to another episode of Cart Overflow. Today we have COO Lisa Popovici from Cartloop. And Lisa, what I want to start with is how you guys have created this niche in terms of leadership with SMS marketing for e-commerce brands. And I think that we're just starting to scratch the surface of how powerful the channel can be. So would you mind just giving us a quick overview of what you're doing and your role at Cartloop and what Cartloop does as a product? Yeah, sure. Hey, thanks for having me. So yeah, I'm Lisa. I'm co-founder and CEO at Cartloop. We are a conversational text marketing platform that helps e-commerce brands drive extra revenue and recover more abandoned parts by texting with shoppers in real time. We have a team of real people that are actually interacting with customers through text messages. And how I like to describe, describe Carlos is as, as, as the intersection between sales and marketing. So you can, you can view it as your sales and support team in one app. And yeah, this is pretty much in a nutshell what Carlo is all about and a little bit about me. So I previously, I, I have a non-stereotypical entrepreneurial uh, background. So previously I started and studied and graduated from med school. After, while studying medicine, I started two e-commerce brands as a side gig, learning everything on my own. And of course, with the help of my co-founder. And basically during those six years, e-commerce hooked me and the online marketing world and I, I was so passionate about it and I found a lot of skills that I was actually good at. And I remember I was so eager to get back from classes to just open my laptop and work on my store. So there was definitely something missing from that dedication that a medical student or a doctor uh, should be having. So that's when I realized that something Something needs to change because I, I really want to do what I love and uh, to give 100% of, uh, of what I can. So I remember that the fifth year was a turning point for me as I realized like where my true passion lies. So yeah, after traveling to San Francisco in 2018, I believe, my co-founder and I decided to start a test company that would solve one of our biggest issues that we were facing at that time with our e-commerce brand because we have that uh, e-commerce background. So the the company was an email marketing app, actually. And the idea behind it came from our experience of not wanting to rely on external marketing channels, such as uh, Facebook or other paid advertising channels. And yeah, that's one my e-commerce journey pretty much extended to tech. But after trials and errors with our first company, we actually pivoted to Carlos. So this is where, I mean, that was the point that Carlo was born. And yeah, after only months from launching, uh, we raised our first round of fee and won an international startup competition in November 2010. That's awesome. So the pivot from, it was called Relevant, right? The email yeah. platform. It was a pivot because you saw once you dug deep, that there was less of an opportunity there than SMS, and so SMS seemed more promising. Or did your did your customers kind of guide you towards the gap in the market with SMS? Love to know where you made that decision and and what feedback you were hearing from uh, merchants where you had a problem with email and you wanted to solve it, but then perhaps you saw that SMS was a bigger problem. Yeah, that's a great question. Basically, what we what we did with Relevant is that we focused too much on the product. We were actually first-time founders, and 
we were too focused on the product. Like every, we wanted everything to turn out perfectly. We wanted to develop a lot of features, uh, and only after that to launch, to officially launch. And also, we were very focused on the looks of it, on the design. So we didn't validate it enough. And you know, the email marketing space is super competitive. And this is what was, was missing, actually validating more before, I don't know, putting so much work into the product and so much focus. And yeah, we got a lot of feedback regarding this. And uh, then we saw, we saw this trend from SMS marketing evolving. And we saw the gap in the market, which was like the human touch, the, the personal approach, the friendly, the helpful approach of SMS marketing. And this is how it actually started. And also another part uh, of where the idea came from is that back when we had our e-commerce store, we were very frustrated of seeing so many abandoned carts. And what we actually did is we started manually texting all of our abandoned shoppers via WhatsApp. And we were saying something like, hey, I noticed you you were checking out our product. How can I help you complete your order? Or did you have any questions? Like, what was the reason why you abandoned the car? We really wanted to find out the reason so we can adjust our business to see what was actually the problem. And we got a really nice response uh, rate, like uh, 90% of them replied and really appreciated us reaching out. So that's when we saw that pretty much traditional marketing ways were not enough anymore. And we, we needed to do something to capture those, those potential leads. So these were like the two reasons that are behind Carlos. I've dug into SMS I'm, and, and I'm still learning a lot. I think you put out a lot of great content on it and, and the differences with email. So I'm obviously very familiar yeah. from a customer perspective of how email works and, and how brands are trying to build a relationship, educate customers, and ultimately move towards a transaction. SMS, I'm actually not as familiar from a consumer perspective, but I do know, for example, like I've seen stats that like the open rate is far higher, right? Then the, the return on investment yeah. is far higher for every text that's sent out. But one challenge that I've, I'm not quite sure how brands are solving is the difference between frequency and where, you know, to stay top of mind, and then also moving towards some of those transactional emails that are like more urgent and more driving towards the actual sale, like those abandoned cart emails. Can you talk about what some of the best practices that you've seen both from a SaaS perspective and then from you as an e-commerce merchant in terms of what brands should do in order to get the most out of that channel? Yeah, definitely. So in terms of frequency, we have analyzed thousands of messages uh, across hundreds of customers to determine the best practices. So what we found out that is that the recommended frequency would be around eight uh, marketing messages per month. So you, should, you can like, schedule them to go like two per week because the revenue percent peaks around six messages per month. And opt-out rates don't start to increase until around 10 messages per month. So that's why we recommend you start uh, sending like around eight messages uh, per month. So you can, you can send like two messages per week to your full list and then one message uh, per week to a more targeted segment, such as active subscribers who have clicked or purchased or VIP 
or leads that have not purchased yet. So there's a lot of segmentation that, that you can do. And yeah, I mean, if, we, if we're talking about transactional uh, SMS versus, versus, I don't know, educational or nurturing one, I believe that your messages should be like a mix between promotions, new releases, educational content, uh, or anything else that you have planned. You might also take like ideas from your email marketing strategy and implement them into SMS and even make it even more personal, like add that personal touch. The only thing that is very important is to keep it human, personal, and start each campaign with the following question in your mind. How can I provide value through this text that I want to send out? So always keep that in mind. I don't blast a lot of promotions and push that sale. Always try to provide value. And I, I, I just um, actually am going to have a, an event later and I included this in my presentation. So basically, I have some tips on how to text like a human being. So your shoppers really know that there's a human behind that text is not just a robot or some like some automation that was set up. So first of all, it's very important to say hi and, and include your customer's name. Then try to directly address their questions. That is, that is one of the reasons that conversational SMS works even better because you can directly address their questions or I don't know if they need assistance or help with anything. Then don't be afraid to show your uh, brand personality. So include your tone of voice, be, be casual, be friendly, just sound like a human being and ask, always ask if there's anything else you can do to help and just let them know you're a text away. So they can reach out to you whenever they need. Also, in terms of copywriting tips, we always provide copywriting tips to our merchants. So we usually tell them, like, keep your as, as, as short and sweet as possible. So, and treat the first few words like an email subject line to catch their attention. Then don't emphasize, like, all, like the entire text, but emphasize only the important uh, words. Then also, you can use emojis, but not overdo it. And, and by telling your customers exactly what steps uh, to take next, because if you're not going to end your text with, like this is, of course, this is on the campaign side of things, not on the uh, conversational. But if you don't add like a clear CTA, your customers will be confused and they will not actually take the next step towards completing their order or like placing another order. This, I love that. Like, yeah, it's, in, in a nutshell, some best practices. That's great. And I think I always ask myself and it, it sometimes leads to some uncertainty or insecurities like, is what I'm sending going to be valuable enough? And I think on the transactional side or some of those more bottom of funnel abandoned cart emails, it's easy to see because you can measure it based on attributable revenue, right? So it's, it's okay. It was a helpful reminder. They purchased. On some of those campaign texts, though, what, what kind of KPIs do you recommend looking at to assess how valuable it is? You know, for example, on, on an email, it might be an open rate and click through rate. Obviously, how about on SMS? Is it any different? Yeah, I mean, of course, most most merchants are looking at the ROI and conversion rates mostly. They they just care about that. But with with conversational SMS. It, it, the reason why the channel is so powerful is because you, you, you like 
while you're driving that ROI and conversion rate and increase your profits, uh, drive a lot of revenue, you are actually building uh, better customer relationships and you are making your customers and your audience and your community happier. And also it increases their trust level. So it's, it's, a, it's a very good channel for establishing long-term relationships and making sure you're going to be successful even like in years or, you know, months, years. So it's not just a short, short-term uh, game. And yeah, I mean, I think the reply rate is always is also a, a good metric to look at. And yeah, that, that basically tells you like, how, how did my tech perform? I mean, is it personal enough? How did my customers respond? Or yeah, and also what we look at is we get a lot of customer feedback and insights from every single conversation. We gather those uh, insights and feedback. And these are very valuable for the merchant to see to actually know what they have to improve on. Either, I don't know, technical issues, payment issues, like, I don't know, perhaps a payment uh, method is not working. They have to go and see what's happening or they don't have enough payment issues. They should add like payment in installments or they should add Amazon Pay, uh, Apple Pay and all those important alternatives uh, that shoppers usually ask for. So, yeah, I believe these ones are very important. Mm-hmm. Mm. So you put out a piece on personalization and conversational marketing SMS. And I think maybe one of the things in my mind where SMS differs from email is in terms of like incentivizing or encouraging engagement. And so you're saying a lot of it might be based on hitting reply. So, so therefore the, the customer is building a relationship because they're actually having a real interaction with you. And that's the value that you provide at Cartloop. Is it a challenge with scalability? And I think that's, that's pretty much the gap that you're filling in terms of value. But I wonder in measuring or balancing, you want to, you know, say you have a list of 100,000, so it's a large brand, and they're doing a lot of SMS and that takes a lot of bandwidth and human capital, I imagine, in order to engage once you start that conversational marketing are, are there strategies or helpful ways in order to l- leverage the scale of SMS, but still keep that personal individual conversation going? Yeah, that's a great question. So right now at Carloop, around 30% is automated, but still personalized by like depending on the merchant's needs. And our goal is to combine human and emotional intelligence in order to scale. So our plan is to automate like 80% of the platform through AI while keeping the human element at each touch point. So this is basically how we plan to scale and be able to serve more merchants and more customers. Okay. So if if you could just fill me in a little bit, because I know like there, there are growing a growing array of vendors and options. So there are, you guys, there's Attentive, Postscript, Clavio, Privy. And I think each might serve a different purpose. And I, I'm a little uncertain. I, I read through, you had a really great post or rundown of what these apps are and how they differ, the value that they offer. But if you were to speak with a, a, a merchant who's looking to take advantage of SMS, do is it like one tool can capture all of the needs or is it needed is each of these needed in different points of sms marketing yeah 
Great question. So we are like, if I were to to tell the merchant like the difference between Carloop and the other SMS tools, I would definitely approach him with by telling him uh, that this is like a a very human like and personalized SMS marketing like way of doing SMS marketing is the right way of doing SMS marketing because. Most of our, most of the other SMS marketing tools are very focused on automation and they have little to, I, I believe, I mean, they are unlike, unlike marketing blast, which push out promotions and discount codes with no intention of offering personalized real value or like that support that customers might, might need at that right moment uh, when they're I don't know, on the checkout point or they're browsing a product, we actually focus on engaging customers and offering support and getting that feedback that merchants need. So it's basically an empathy-driven approach, which other mediums like email or push notifications or SMS automation tools cannot really offer because they are mostly focused on one-way communication. Mm. So... At Carloop, we actually help shoppers with, we provide assistance with, with sales transactions. We provide personalized product recommendations. We provide product information, shipping and delivery information, upsells, cross-sells, if mer- the merchants need and want, uh, and also technical assistance. So, for example, sometimes shoppers do not know how to add the discount code at checkout. So, it's only takes a human to actually do that for him to add uh, the discount code at, on his checkout uh, link and then uh, say, hey, I actually added that uh, discount for you. You can now check out and, and complete your purchase. So this is the only thing it might take sometimes to actually convert that customer and get another sale. So this is, yeah, this is basically what we're focused on. Got it. Okay, so in that use case, for example, it would be an abandoned cart and the shopper wouldn't check out. It would be a follow-up text. Hey, so you left something in your cart. How come you didn't check out? And then, then that starts the conversation. Then it's, oh, I didn't have the discount. And then cart loop s- sends a link with a discount embedded in it. Is that right? Yeah. Like cart loop, the agent interacting with the shopper is going to send like the updated checkout link with the discount already applied. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's really powerful. I forget what the stats are online. And, and I remember it's a declining curve with every follow-up abandoned cart email, but I imagine that it's incredibly valuable and you can tie a revenue to every every message that you're sending, every interaction that you're sending and, and deliver value with, with a positive ROI in that sense. That's really cool. Yeah. So I mentioned uh, earlier this piece that you put out and that was that was why I reached out to you because I thought it was really thorough and really interesting in terms of conversational marketing going forward. And so I've been dabbling in, in this realm of personalization, working on a quiz builder, basically to help merchants understand what shoppers are looking for. And I think that that's one pillar to what you're working with in terms of personalization and, and just creating a relationship with customers and, and brands. I'd love to know what what stood out to you when you're taking a lay of the land, you're speaking with all these e-commerce experts, people who deal with many brands or, or deep in the weeds with their own brand and what they're seeing with personalization, conversational marketing and, and the trends going forward. What are the one or two things that really stand out that are most important that merchants can't afford to miss out on now? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So 
Yeah, this was a really uh, a really nice roundup that I put together uh, with 25 experts sharing their thoughts on conversational marketing, and I I really love their their responses and their thoughts. They are also very keen on on this two way communication that is starting to be even I don't know more popular and more and more brands are starting to adopt it. And I, I have here some personal takeaways that I took from, from the experts. So I see that a lot of them said that segmentation and, and personalization are very are still very important, but make it even more relevant. Customers expect empathy. They want to feel understood, treated like humans, and not looked upon so, so lately as ATMs. So this, this is so true. Also, a lot of them have mentioned about the how powerful conversational SMS marketing tools are by allowing customers to interact with you and yeah, just getting that instant, instant support and assistance and building that trust, especially with first-time shoppers. Also, be in the right place, be human. This is not very hard, I mean, for merchants to actually implement, even if they're just starting out. Like, be there for your customers. Be transparent. Don't let them wait, or don't 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 make them chase you down for to get to get a, a response on their questions. Also, yeah, segmentation, behavior-based flow automations, and two-way conversational SMS campaigns also a big trend. Offering shoppers a personalized shopping assistant, and yeah, I, I believe James said that the highest-performing brands make sure that their marketing is a two-way conversation where they not only learn about their customers and form stronger relationships, but they also make sure that information gets shared across the entire organization. So customer success, marketing, sales, fulfillment. So it can inform marketing messages, streamline their operations, and improve their customer experience. Yeah, yeah I like so, that point. That was, that was James yeah, Sowers, so, right? From yeah. the Good Conversion Rate Optimization Agency. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we're talking segmentation for email. I, I assume it might be similar and, and you kind of alluded to it earlier. We have some of the, the key ones that we might want to create for an SMS might be previous previous customers and you might break it out by average order value or lifetime value, right? So you have your, your super VIPs and then maybe your previous purchase. And at that point you're driving more towards a second sale or to, to become you know, top of mind or, or drive a second purchase. Then you might have your abandoned cart uh, list, which is a must have. And then it's just kind of leads like maybe top of funnel, middle funnel and bottom of funnel and the top of funnel are getting those eight messages per month, right? Wh yeah. What else might I be missing that you would say are, are must have segments? Yeah, so I think the, the most essential ones are based on text interaction and purchase behavior. And also a very nice option that we have at Carloop is to segment people by the number of replies. So people that you have already interacted with uh, via text and they, I don't know, the, the engagement was really, really good. So the conversation kept and kept them going. So there are like really good and like good leads. And I think that shows how many uh, got really engaged in a conversation and where there's an opportunity. And other than that, it's pretty similar to email. Like I would suggest adopting a similar approach when it comes to creating your SMS segment. Okay. And, and I actually, did, I didn't mention maybe 
like a, a welcome series or an initial opt-in to yeah. kind of educate about the brand? That, yeah, definitely welcome series or segmenting your most valuable customers on like a VIP segment or yeah, the most active ones. Definitely I'll call up. Yeah. All right. Lisa, this is really helpful. And and I want to learn more about it, but dig in. Who do you think might be doing it best right now? So if I were to go to their site, opt in, who do you think has the SMS game tight right now? Yeah, so I'm actually going to talk of one of Carlos' most successful brands. So it's about Shinon. They are an American brand that crowdsources unique and creative products from talented artists all over the globe. Uh, their shoppers, most of the time, are having a lot of questions because some of their products are customizable. So you must only imagine, like, hey, I would like this, I would like that, put there, uh, and they don't really, like, most, I, what I've seen so far by analyzing the conversation is that a lot of their shoppers don't really know how to customize the product or don't really know how to add this, or, yeah, edit their cart. So this is where Carlos experts come in handy. And... Yeah, they like China wanted to explore text message marketing uh, just as a potential growth strategy, and also they were really interested in finding out the reasons behind behind shoppers abandoning their carts and getting as much as as many insights and feedback as possible. And these things are pretty challenging if you're not talking directly to a customer. So they experienced immediate results upon implementing conversational SMS and saw how quickly and easy. It is for shoppers to connect with them and just get instant support on their inquiries. And also, I believe almost up to 20% of their support costs have been reduced due to the, the text uh, message support that uh, we, we provided. And yeah, from the very beginning, uh, they were, at, I mean, the, the agents at Carlo were focused on providing their shoppers with product related information, helping them with technical issues or just customizing their products and yeah, they offered a lot of product recommendations. And yeah, I mean, the performance was actually great. I actually, we have a case study. So within a month, they generated over uh, 100K in revenue just from abandoned cars. And the ROI was over 30X. The reply rate was 39%. So that's a a pretty solid reply rate. And they gained uh, almost 60K in excess like a new subscribers, SMS subscribers. So they 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 are performing uh, very well. And actually, we get a lot of replies from their shoppers saying, "Oh, this is like the best service. Uh, I love I love Shine On." And they really like their 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 confidence level and their trust level has having crystal up due to yeah just support basically. That's thirty percent thirty x ROI. You're probably not going to find that very often. Uh, That's really impressive. I'll check it out. It looks like they're promoting some Mother's Day specials, which is three months away. Good time to to check out their abandoned cart. Thanks for sharing that. And then also for laying the the framework and the foundations of what to think about with personalization, SMS, conversational marketing. I really appreciate it. Lisa, what's the best place to learn more about what you're doing with Cartloop and and maybe connect with you? Yeah, sure. So... I'm very, like, recently I've been very active on Twitter, so you can definitely connect with me uh, on Twitter. I'm uh, at Lisa Popovich or just LinkedIn, same name, same handle. Yeah, that's pretty much 
Fantastic. And it's cartloop.io, right? Yeah. Cartloop.io. Okay. I'll, I'll drop those in the show notes. Lisa, thank you so much. Have a great day. And that's the episode for today. Thanks so much for listening all the way to the end. We love you for it. If you found anything valuable at all or want to share your feedback, please leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. And you can also just drop us a line to hello at cartoverflow.com. We'd love to hear your feedback or suggestions so we can cover it in a future episode. All right. See you next time.